What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Yee Yee Podcast, episode 47. Do us a favor real quick. Hit the subscribe button before you listen. It helps us out a lot. And I, I heard this week that if you... The algorithm loves on YouTube if you comment and then respond to other people's comments. So do me a favor, comment where you're listening from because we like hearing where everyone's listening from. And then go to the comments and find someone else that lives nearby you and tell them how close they are to you because, you know, the algorithm, baby. We have Chris Lee on today. This is long overdue. You came on like a year ago, I guess. Yeah, I've been showing up like every week trying to get back on here and Sometimes y'all just change the locks on the doors. And what's that? The uh, the cornerback for the Jets. Whenever he walks up to the facility and slides <laughs> his card, and he's like, "Man, they uh, locked me out." Verbal meme. Uh, we also got Tyler on in your extravagant hoodie. Roll Tide. Another sample. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that hoodie is something. You want to put it out in the spring launch? We got a limited amount for everybody <laughs> watching. I mean, when are we going to put it It out? doesn't matter. We could do it now, and they'd sell out, or we could do it during the launch. I like it, but I I feel like at some point it's going to give me a seizure. Yeah, me too. I think it already did give <laughs> me a seizure. Maybe that's why I should have done red instead of black or white. I don't know. Yeah, more, more clashing like. colors. That'd work. Good thing we have a 1,000. It looks like something that all of our uh, Roll many. Tide fans would love. Bear Bryant days. And then we got uh, Parker. Howdy. So we got the whole gang today. Um, so, yeah, Super Bowl was Sunday. So, do we want to talk about halftime show or the game first? I I know what Chris is going to say about the halftime show. Okay, we'll talk about the halftime show. Because I thought it was sweet. I liked it. The older generation, like, we grew up, me and Chris, you know, Granger with Dr. Dre and The Chronic and Snoop Dogg. Like, so, still, it was cool to see those guys just still rocking and Eminem. Um, everybody's going to have their opinions on the halftime show. I mean, did I love it? Would I rather have somebody else? Probably, but I thought it was cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it could have been better. Um, I loved just, to me, that group of guys just summarizes our generation. I say our generation. You're uh, a lot younger than I am. But uh, my generation of bumping around in my 84 Monte Carlo in the 90s, listening to Snoop and Dr. Dre, I love that aspect of it. Um, People taking the socials, calling it the greatest of all time. I'm not sure about that. If there's anything that you guys scream, it's hip hop. So it makes sense that you would love that, <laughs> right? You guys look like you just really. Well, Dre, Dre just revolutionized. Yeah, he like, did the the entire music industry. I mean, for people that don't know, he was a producer and um, also a rapper. But he discovered Snoop. He discovered Fifty Eminem. Cent. He discovered Eminem. Ice and Cube. Ice Cube. I mean, come on, dude! All he those. He was names, NWA, like, right? He Tupac. Was, was he NWA? Mm-hmm. So NWA was Easy E, Ice Cube. Uh, Dre, and wasn't there one other guy? Cube, and then... Oh, wait, hold on. Pause real quick. Parker's phone went off first. If you're new to the podcast, the first person for their phone to go off has to drink the milk, and Parker is not new to this. He's already chugging. You gotta drink the whole milk. And then he gets bad diarrhea. (laughs) This is great. This is really quick. I hope the camera got the bottom of that. That was Griffin Gall giving me news that he cannot come to a bachelor party. Oh, Shout good. Come good. on, Griffin. Thanks, I thought it was going to be more wedding drama from Amy. <laughs> we can we can cut that if we need to. <laughs> I actually texted That's him last night fault. and said, for my Valentine's Day wishes that I see your pretty face uh, at the bachelor trip. So I guess he's not going to be there. 
Um, well, you know what I was thinking too, and obviously I'm I was I, like I was into music at a young age, but not really into uh, like subgenres or even I was listening to like top forty. Like, man, I love this. You know, throw up over there. Okay, wow, okay. very dramatic. Uh, like I was, I was into music listening to like Top Forty, which at the you know early two thousands was mm-hmm. a lot of uh, like Nickelback, Hoobastank type rock stuff. But I was thinking about it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that feels like the last time that hip hop, and I feel like every generation probably says, "Man, back in my day, like an old man yelling at yeah. clouds." But I feel like that was the last time that hip hop across the board had a ton of great artists, mm-hmm. and not only that, hip hop was like hip hop was starting to get into mainstream and the top like top 40 and stuff like back mm-hmm. in, i mean in the club i wow i sound so white saying that in uh, the club in the <laughs> club it's not the club duck club by 50 cent i think it was on the charts for months like yeah. in the top five maybe even number one i don't remember but it felt like that was kind of that whole uh that late 90s early 2000s era they got everybody the only other person that that you already said that i would have liked to have seen would have been ice cube yeah because Ice Cube represents L.A. and he's synonymous with L.A., which is where the Super Bowl was played. Yeah. So I would have liked to have seen him. I'm a big fan of Kendrick Lamar, but I think they could have, if they would have brought out Ice Cube instead of Kendrick, I think that would have probably pushed it over the top. Yeah, Kendrick's newer. He came out like 2010, yeah. 11, 12, maybe in a little bit later. And so it was like, it was kind of a weird thing. But yeah. I know that it's music industry politics. He's so. a Dr. Dre guy, so it okay. makes sense. But I love that that era of, of hip-hop um it was about suffering back then those guys were rapping about living on the streets mm-hmm. of la and now it's what kind of car they drive look how much money i have yeah, yeah. they all came from nothing yeah um it, for people that don't know eminem is the sixth highest he's the white guy selling um <laughs> he sold the he's the sixth highest selling musical artist of all time and and all the other ones that are ahead of him is like Elvis, the Beatles, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Garth probably? Garth is Garth isn't, Garth isn't, Garth isn't yeah. ahead of him. He's not? Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But um, but the, all those people are dead. Like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Elvis, the Beatles, all of them. So Eminem is still relatively young. So he, when he dies, he'll probably end up being the number one music artist of all time selling albums. Another thing to think about that we were having a discussion in the office the other day is it's fun to talk about what artists transcend generations. Mm -hmm. And I think that Snoop Dogg has done that more than any other artist. And it's not just music. It's all of the different pop culture that he's in. Um, I, I put like U2 in that class. U2 was in the eighties, nineties, and then now still popular, although not as much. Are there any other artists that come to mind whenever you're thinking of like artists that have Granger? Besides Granger Popular and Earl, nineties, yeah. three yeah, decades. Johnny sure. Cowboy comes to mind. Four yeah. decades now, nineties, <laughs> four decades. Um, I look at like an Aerosmith, mm. not as relevant today, but the fact that they were making hits in the early seventies, going all the way into the two thousands, is crazy to me. Um, on the country side of things, Willie Nelson, yeah, can still put out songs, and he's still considered cool, yeah, by the masses. What about George, Rolling, obviously. Rolling Stones? Yeah. Rolling Stones. Yeah. They don't make... There, there, there is this They're level still though, selling out stadiums, I should say, but for sure. I don't know any of their recent I think music. I think Snoop Dogg, though, encompasses so much more because like Mick Jagger just sits back in his mansion and gets that and gets that paycheck. Like 
Yeah. Snoop Dogg's still out there. He's on TV shows. He's in sporting events. Like he's doing all these different things. I saw a funny tweet from someone I knew uh, that said, "Shout out to Snoop Dogg. The real story of uh, the real story of continued success or, or crushing your dreams or something." Mm-hmm. They said uh, last year he was playing at the backyard in Waco, and now he's playing the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. <laughs> because a lot of these rappers, I'm like Snoop, what are you doing, dude? Like he will literally play some he'll play like the the round rock amphitheater and then he'll go be in the halftime show which i guess get your money do your thing but yeah (laughs) it was funny to me he's so universally liked too you know it's you can find the countryest of country rednecks and they love snoop yeah that's a good point you know he's just across the board people just like him parker do you have an artist that's transcended generations mason ramsey oh yeah (laughs) little hank at least you admit that you don't know as much about music. Yeah, I just don't really care as much. Like, I don't know. People name famous artists all the time around me. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. You I, could, I honestly cannot stand 90s rap. Oh, my god. That gosh. was probably my... I can appreciate it for what it is, but it's just, like, so overplayed. I feel like I was at a bar in Austin, Texas, where it's just, like, the same five songs over and over again of Dre and Snoop. And I'm just like, ugh, Eminem. It's just terrible. I think that's what happens when we don't grow up in it. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I heard someone say, if you're over 50, you hated the halftime show. If you're 30 to 40, then you loved it. And if you're under 30, then you didn't understand it. <laughs> that's probably why they threw Kendrick Lamar in there. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just also, like, you get on social media every damn year with the halftime show. Mm-hmm. You have people that love it. You have people that hate it. Dude, I could walk onto stage and fart into a microphone for 10 minutes straight mm-hmm. with pyro and flames and smoke and all the different shebang. And there would be people that would be on social media like, that was brilliant. Right. <laughs> that was so cutting edge. Yes, yes. <laughs> you, sometimes to move forward, you have to go back. And sometimes that means just farting into a microphone for yeah. 10 minutes. Well, it's rare that I ever walk away from that show saying that was terrible. Even last year, last yeah, year the was weekend considered. was pretty cool. You can yeah. find things that you like in every performance, but a lot of people consider the weekend's performance last year is one of the worst. One of the worst, and it was still. You walk away, it's like, okay, he just walked around in a damn demonic funhouse, all bandaged up for fifteen minutes, and it's it was still kind of cool. You know, it doesn't measure up to like for me. The best performance was the Bruno Mars performance. Yeah, 2014. That was outstanding. I thought um, this Sunday's performance was awesome, but I don't think that weekend, as weird as it was, even comes close to those. Speaking of which, you have a TikTok that is currently going super viral about uh, about the halftime show. Yeah, that you that you didn't like. I liked weekend. it. That you didn't I, like the weekend. Oh, the weekend. I, it's your alter ego. Yeah, Randall doesn't really like the the weekend he's he just doesn't trust him you know he wears all those bandages <laughs> yeah. and everything it's just something if you're not something not right about him if you're not familiar randall is uh what, what's your tiktok drop it real quick uh chris lee country or chris Gaines is the actual name okay so G-A-I-N-Z. go look at i n z z with a z very not important to be confused with garth brooks <laughs> on his go. uh shirt if you're watching on youtube yeah yeah we'll get to we'll get to that in a minute uh yeah, it's at like 500,000. I love Randall, by the way. Make sure you're following Chris because those videos are hilarious. 
I love Randall because Randall always says something that I wouldn't expect Randall to say. Every video yeah. never fails. Like you, you see this guy, you're like, oh, I know, I know what he's gonna say, mm -hmm. and then he kind of like he says some of the things that you'd expect, but then he just pulls some out of right field, which yeah. I love that he hated the weekend. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. But love Snoop and but yeah and Doctor Dre, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fifty Cent. Uh, the game, Matt Stafford finally got a got a Super Bowl win, which is cool because he's from Highland Park, which is where you went to high school. Did you ever, how far, how much older were you than him? I was a senior when he was in eighth grade. So we were neighbors. He lived the house down from us. So we were seniors and doing our thing. And I, we always heard the story of this eighth grader that was really good and could oh, throw so you knew. really far. Yeah, we knew of him because people we're talking about him like he's really good for an eighth grader, but he's an eighth grader. So, um, but yeah. And then he became a legend lit and he was with the Detroit Lions for like 10 plus years. Just never won anything. I wonder how did we've got a lot of, obviously we've got a lot of fans that are listening that are probably Detroit Lions fans. I wonder how you feel if you're a Lions fan and you, it's like whenever you date, whenever you date a really hot girl but you're never able to like give her what she truly needs and then so she f she gives you tons of chances and then she just finally gets tired and leaves you and then immediately after finds like um like a multi-millionaire handsome like successful guy you got to be a little bit happy for her, but also yeah. a little bit upset but you hate the millionaire yeah yeah i don't know at least she's happy but i hate that guy <laughs> At least she's happy. I don't know. Bull is a is a Lions fan, Granger's bus driver, and he was super he was super like a little bit of both moods. He was excited for Stafford, but also like a little bit. Cue uh, just to see you smile, Tim McGraw. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> song Lions for those. Fans. All right. Uh, another thing has has everyone in here watched Yellowstone? Yes. Are you caught up? Yes. Okay. You're caught up? Okay, I'm the only one not caught up. Uh, I just finished season one. By the way, try not to drop any spoilers. Yeah. I just John Dutton dies. <laughs> Bleep that out. Uh, I just finished. I just finished season one. Yellowstone is fine. It's yep. just fine. You like it better than 1883? Because I know well, you're. A 1883 sucks. <sighs> <laughs> Only Hayden would ever say that. Okay, I <laughs> went into 1883 loving it. The first few episodes, dude. It's boring. You're caught up now. You watch. Yeah. Oh, we watch it every every week. And so let me ask you this, because we've gotten so used to uh, watching shows and binging them. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out if my dumb brain just can't take waiting a full week for a new episode. And so it all feels slow. But I, maybe it's some of that. But I do also feel like the show's really, really slow. It is slow. And the. You know, it's an old Western, and the narration makes it slow, I think, too, with Elsa constantly yeah. talking about the wind and yeah. the sun on the everybody. wind blew through my hair yeah. like a breeze on a summer day. Like, I get oh. it. That pace is not for everybody, and I prefer it more than Yellowstone. I, might be I haven't watched any of 1883 yet. But, man, I think it's so cool. It just feels historical. You know, it's my ancestors go back to living in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in the late 1800s, which coincidentally, that's where the show starts. I think it's cool, but I love Westerns. One thing that I was thinking about the other day is they need, uh, 
There's like we're eight episodes in. They started in Fort Worth and they're trying to get to Oregon. Mm -hmm. So they're going on this trail. So they've got to battle like thieves and just the elements and Indians and all the different things that you had to deal with in 1883. And we're like eight episodes in and they just got to Oklahoma the other day. Yeah. Like it took you eight episodes to get from Fort Worth to Oklahoma, which I'm guessing is like probably Wichita Falls, that area. Mm-hmm. I was. I actually did the map. I mapped it. If I, if you did roads, yeah. <laughs> if there were roads in 1883, it was like they probably went through Wichita Falls. Uh, but it's just kind of slow to me. That yeah. is a cool thing about these like TV series now is that I know that you're complaining about how it took a while to get drawn out, but that is what's cool is like in what they used to have to f- like fit in like 180 minutes in a movie. Now you have these like crazy storylines that can pan out over five seasons and 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. that they can really draw it out like that's the way i felt with like game of thrones and like with yellowstone that that is cool about it is they don't have to just like rush it into this storyline it's like you really get a feel for the characters and their backstories and stuff and they can do stuff like that knowing they have more time to play around with it but it stresses me out just thinking about all the planning they have to do for each of those episodes sometimes i think about it i remember hearing game of thrones was like 10 million dollars an episode or something <laughs> And I'm sure Granger could appreciate that all the more now seeing how much goes into each shot. It also it also makes you wonder movies have gone downhill Mm -hmm. uh, just as theaters have a lot of a lot of movies are being released straight to streaming. It makes you wonder a blockbuster book that did have a bunch of uh, details in it. Like we were talking about this the other day because Ben and I both like Harry Potter. If Harry Potter came out today, the books, do you think it'd be a movie or do you think it'd be a TV show? that had like mm. eight seasons uh, like a game mm. of thrones and each and each episode is over an hour because there are a because i've read and watched the harry potter movies there are a lot of details that not a lot but there are details that would have made the viewing experience better that they left out yeah. so it makes you wonder if if that's the direction that we're going now was like, game of thrones based on yeah, a book it's um uh, what's his name the the guy that uh, george um Michael. Everyone's everyone hates him because George he Michael. <laughs> George Michael George of the jungle. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone hates this guy because he's been saying for like ten years that uh, it's Fire and Ice or Fire. Yeah, so I think that's the name of the book series it's coming he's out been, this year. Well, he's been saying that for ten years now, and he's he keeps saying it's coming out, it's coming out, and like now, if you get on Reddit and read the threads, everyone yeah. hates him. Like all that fandom, they all hate. It's like everybody waiting for Grand Theft Auto to come out. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I th- I think that's supposed to come out this. This spring. Well, that, that's what they said five years ago. Seriously? Yeah. Or House of Dragons is going to be the okay. the new. It's a prequel. You're talking about GTA? <laughs> House of Dragons. <laughs> oh. GTA, no, GTA okay. will never come out. It'll come out the same year they put a country music act in, act in the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. NCAA. Add the bottom yeah. thing right there. <laughs> ben, will you take that from Cooper? He is just. Cooper is back in the office for the first time in weeks and will not stop chewing <laughs> on a bone, and he is very unhappy that Ben just took his bone away. You know what's funny? He doesn't care about any toys, bones, anything. As soon as we get in here and we start recording, he's all into it. Uh, I have another question for you, Chris. Yes. Uh, how often do you do legs? I do once a week, sometimes twice a week. And I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes I'll just want to f- focus on... Um, quads and calves and then I'll do like 
deadlifts and hamstrings and everything else on a separate day. Some days I'll just do them all like I did yesterday, and I'm I'm hurting today. I did them all in one day. Why are you asking? You don't well, think his legs hey, are... Hold on, hold on real quick. Can y'all turn the cameras off? <clears throat> okay, they're off. How often do you really do legs? Never. I've never done them. You've never done them. <laughs> I didn't think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, you can turn them back on. I just had that. I, I, I wasn't sure if you were one of the guys that just did upper body or if you also did lower body. Granger does I feel like that's kind of offensive. Granger You're always wearing legs. pants when I see you. So. Did you yeah. know that? What's that? That Granger doesn't do legs anymore? He doesn't. But he naturally just has kind of a thick trunk. I haven't done legs mm, in five mm-hmm. weeks because my back. Really? Still hurts. So yeah. I might just stop. I love legs, though, because they're the hardest workout of my week. Y'all crush yourselves on legs, though. I've watched y'all do your well, you leg workout. Well, no, you could do our leg day with no weight, and that would still make you very sore. I think if I did no squats, I'll be all right, but my back is still messed up, so Dude, just careful with it. Also, it's so easy to not do legs and just lift only and uh-huh. be fine and never notice, but we, Brian, Ben, and I <laughs> were at the, the rec center where we started going in Georgetown yeah. in the past month, and we play basketball sometimes, and usually it's just like around the world shooting hoops. <clears throat> Some some kid, he said he was 20, was like, hey, y'all want to play two-on-two? Two? We were like, it's 8.30. We don't have to be at the office for a little while. We'll go. Dude, two-on-two two, half court. I We were all, but I'm a little bit older than them, and Ben played college sports, so he's less out of the game. I have not done any type of physical activity in forever. Yeah. I was struggling, and I realized that it's all because I don't really do legs. Yeah. So I was like, I got to start doing legs because everything starts. Yes, dude. Well, it's probably cardio too. Like when's that, the last time you. It was a little bit of cardio, but a lot of it, like my legs the next day were so sore just from the cuts and we're playing two on two. Like think if I was playing five on five full court, I'd be de- I couldn't walk the next day. But also that's like a different type of workout because I remember like working out regularly, regularly when I was at A&M, but then we'd go play flag football and I would be so sore the next day just mm-hmm. from like that acceleration and cutting. Even with no weight, it's just like different. So the more you play, then the less sore you get. Man, you know, to sports be muscles. twenty again. When <laughs> right. I was playing football, and I just like two two oh five and like seven percent body fat, eat whatever I want. Yeah. But in my defense, we were working out pretty hard. What happened to your hand? Right there, cutting cedar and Got planting it. trees this weekend. How many? Fight. How many trees did you plant this weekend? Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> what kind? Uh, crab apple and pear at the ranch yeah and is this is that just for a white-tailed deer yeah i mean it's for white-tailed deer but I, it's like uh it's like george bush you know when he was president he used to say like he'd get away and go cut cedar it's like that's the way i feel like where i'm you know that's my one like space where i don't have my phone and i'm just in nature and i just love it so yeah. if you need some I tell my wife i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna go off to the bathroom and cut cedar <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you have some cedar that needs to be cut down, go ahead and, uh, DM Tyler. What's your Instagram username? Drop that real quick. Tyler Smith 11. He will come and cut your cedar. Actual cedar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. All right. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back. What's up guys. Thanks for listening and watching to the podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Yee mystery box. I'm right here in the warehouse where we are shipping out a ton of mystery boxes. If you've kind of been in between uh, launches or have been wanting to try something, but haven't been wanting to spend too much money. Uh, this is our cool uh, product that is only 10 bucks and you could get a shirt or a hat 
or uh, anything in between. So check it out um, and let's get back to the podcast. All right, welcome back to the EE podcast. We used to do fan of the week. We haven't done it in a while. So our fan of the week is Mark Randall. Got a boy, Mark. Good job, Mark. Uh, Mark, you get some claps. Uh, uh, maybe we should <laughs> maybe we should work on uh, getting something for our fan of the week. But you get a shout out on the podcast. Uh, if you want to be the fan of the week, make sure you're commenting on our videos. We read all the comments. We see them all. Um, we share them sometime in the group text when they're really funny. And, and yeah, and cries and when yeah, they're mean. And sometimes they're mean about me. Um, <laughs> a lot of times they're mean. Uh, so Chris, what have you been doing? When I guess y'all had a show in St. Louis mm-hmm. this last weekend, but with Granger on set, what you been doing lately? Because he's been filming for the last thirty plus days. Yeah, I've been uh, full time dad, part time baseball coach, and even more so a part time amateur comedian. So yeah, you've been you've been pushing out videos. Yeah, yeah. This. These times, though, I prefer to be on the road. It gives me an opportunity to kind of jump in and create some stuff. It's got to be so weird to just take these long breaks here and there from the road <clears throat> for whatever reason, whether it's like the season where you're not touring as much or Granger's having a baby or yeah. filming or, or whatever. Well, I think we were intentional about it. This is the first time in 20 years that we mm-hmm. were like, oh, we're going to take off January, February, and then we you know, got that movie offer. So Granger's been busy, but um, yeah, it's an intentional decision for us to take off. Yeah, it's all perception too. You know, every year we will at least get a couple weeks at the end of the year. This year's you know drastically different, but it, there's always a perception of you know if you ask me in mid July when we're on the a county fair circuit or we're playing a festival every day and and everybody's getting road yeah. tired, it's like oh yeah, I'm looking forward to December. Yeah. and then you get to January and it's like. I really like to get out back yeah. on the road right now. Yeah, My I was going to just broke another thing of mine. And <laughs> yeah, so how's that? How's the mindset of you and then the band and crew as far as did this help? Like us taking off a month or two that we've never done before. I think so. I think everybody comes back more fresh. What the hell was that? What in the hell was that sound? He's typing through the oh, I thought that was you. That was Cooper. He's the dog hiccups. He's having a nightmare. Oh. All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's right. But um. I think everybody kind of comes back more fresh. I, I think we miss each other for one thing. Like seeing the guys this past weekend was really, really cool because they're they're family. You know, we spend so much time together throughout the year. So, uh, getting to see them, getting to see the the fans. You know, the a lot of the regulars came to this show in St. Yeah. Louis. So yeah, I saw a lot of them seeing those people again is really, really cool. There's also for listeners at home that don't realize this. There's a drastic <clears throat> difference between playing five shows in a week and all of them are in clubs mm-hmm. or not even clubs, just a venue that does this night in night out has a uh, green room space or like has, has people that work at the venue that know exactly how this goes as opposed to the summer where it's bigger shows, your mm-hmm. rodeos, your festivals. But like sometimes it's, it's a different situation. Yeah. Yeah. You got to teach people how to throw, throw on a concert. Sometimes the does day that, of, does that happen a lot of, a lot yeah. of times? Yeah, not, not as much as it used to, you know, as we've kind of moved up. Yeah. Um, but initially, like 2013, you go play a county fair, and it's their first time to have 
somebody this big yeah, as they yeah. would say you know and it's the biggest event of their year and they have no experience putting on a concert so through my advance and through blake's advance blake's our production manager you know you're kind of teaching them along the way hey this doesn't work don't put a bunch of stupid vip tables in front of the stage it's ridiculous it makes for a bad experience for everybody especially the artists something super exciting that is coming up this week is alaska this week uh next week we leave next wednesday is that full band so it's full band acoustic okay so it, all the band guys will be there um but they will like i think dusty's just gonna have like a kick drum and a snare johnny's playing bass the other the guitar players are going to have acoustic guitars. What's the weather like in Alaska right now? Uh, it's ranges from negative three to negative 30. Okay. So had I known that when I agreed to go to Alaska, that might have played into my decision-making a little bit, but it's fine. We'll be good. It's my last state, so this is it. I so you'll knock off every state. Would have visited all the states. Wow. So Crazy. We're, we're excited. Has the Granger ever played in Alaska besides the military stuff? Just that one time, I think, mm -hmm. with CMT. With Cody Allen. All right, elephant in the room. Uh, show the listeners your shirt. Oh, yeah, this this nice shirt. So you just came out with a song. Yeah, I have a bunch of shirts with my face on them at home. This was just one of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to ask anymore on that one. Um so the song, tell, tell us about the song. What was the, it, what is it called? Uh, where can people find it? And what was the inspiration behind it? So the song is called Chili. And anything I do outside of uh, being Granger's tour manager and being a family man, I use the name Chris Gaines. And we've talked about this on prior um, episodes or episode. But Chris Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, is kind of my internet personality it's where i i get to you know do comedy stuff and all that good stuff but um i love making songs i mean that's how i got into this whole this whole deal with granger was making songs so uh chili is a song it's available anywhere you illegally download you legitimately pay for or you stream music uh it's everywhere we're currently making a music video for it right now I say we like I have a big production staff. It's <laughs> the team. It's me and my nine-year-old son Cannon, who can't hold a camera yeah. still Shakes. to save his life. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you what I've learned in this in this business is if you just say my team, mm -hmm. you sound so legit. Yes. Like your team can my be people. your wife and your nine-year-old. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Uh, I have I have a few questions about some lyrics in the song. Okay. okay. Uh, you say I've been to Juarez. Have you ever been to Juarez? Um, no. So well, that's not. So you're a liar. No, that's not Chris. I you're, lie. Uh, they're different people. <laughs> I lie constantly. <laughs> okay, well, at least you admit it. So. That's different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is coming from a different. This is a character. Okay, then you can. Can you answer on behalf of Chris Gaines? For yeah, this? of course. Okay. Uh, what's well, Randall? Not Chris Gaines, right? It's Chris Gaines. No, it's Chris. It's Gaines. all so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many personalities. I thought it was Randall singing. I that. swear it's I'm not Chris schizophrenic. Gaines. But that's that's Chris, that's Chris Gaines or Randall. Oh, this is Randall, and he is pissed. So why is Randall <laughs> on the shirt for Chris Gaines? Because song? Randall knows a lot about Chile and the origins of Chile. Yeah, what's the the the, <laughs> the theme of the song? The theme of the song is that you don't believe that beans belong in Chile. Well, the theme of the song is it. It's just the most American song 
ever in the creation of songs. Okay, so here's another one. You said, in the song, you said, don't turn your back on a good war story. That's right. What if the old man telling the war story has Alzheimer's and he keeps repeating the same story? Do you turn your back? No. You just continue to listen to it? You just listen. What if he talks He's for earned hours? that right. What if he talks what? For eight hours. Yeah, you stay there for eight hours. Okay. It might be his last eight hours, you know? You said, don't take a piss on an electric fence. Yes. I know that from experience. Have you experience. done that? You've yes. done that? Yeah. I've, How do, I've pooped on an electric fence, too. Okay. And it's not as bad. Wasn't that Tommy Boy or something that he did that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you don't remember that scene? Uh, where he ripped a car door off. That was kind of cool. It wasn't Tommy Boy. It was the... Go ahead. Do you, when you get <laughs> zapped, does it does it zap at all, or does it like feel like it goes in? Whenever you're peeing and you get zapped by an electric fence, it's a do little. Do you feel it in your core? It's a little titillating. What is, what is that word? You actually it, did it and got electrified. Oh yeah, yeah. As a kid, yeah. Well, wow. there's not, there's not as much to. Did you that. know it was electric? No. You're it wasn't like a, on a fence. It wasn't like a dare or anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and <laughs> I the thought s- they proved that wrong <laughs> on MythBusters. <laughs> That you can't get electrocuted. Maybe that was a railroad. Yeah, someone know. fact check us on that because I feel like I feel like Chris or Randall or Chris Gaines. Somebody. I feel like this person seen Karen <laughs> just found a good uh, just found a good rhyme and threw it in there. And that uh, could be the case as well. Yeah. Okay. Another quote from the song is, "Pick a piece, sorry, pick a piece of land like you pick your friends. Mm-hmm. Do you look for prior electricity and a water well on your friends before you pick them?" question stumped you there yeah it's good i think the idea is just being selective you know we go through life with and allison and i talk about this a lot we go through life with a lot of acquaintances right we have very very few maybe a handful of like dear friends good friends do or die friends that's what that means so you just made it serious yeah it's a serious (laughs) song people think it's a joke song because it's coming from an amateur comedian but i'm very (laughs) passionate about this project uh last one in the song you say take the good book off the shelf every now and then yeah which harry potter book do you oh man (laughs) the holy bible the greatest (laughs) book (laughs) i've taken off the shelf in the last few years all right i got a question so you keep calling yourself an amateur comedian Mm mm-hmm so in your mind, what makes you a professional comedian? And when, when will you reach that That's mark? That's a good question. When people start paying me to make these stupid-ass jokes. That well, you're getting paid with the shirts now. Like, it, what, I'm Am just, I? <laughs> you're about to. At what point, I mean, serious question, at what point do you stop saying I'm an amateur? Because, I mean, you're one of the funniest guys I know. And Thank you. I mean, does it mean you have to be on a headline tour? Does it mean? Yeah, you know, I look at... Uh, like a Dave Chappelle, it's like, that's a professional comedian. I look at people that do comedy for a living that play stand-ups every night. Those are professional comedians. Do you have any aspirations to become one of those? I think so. You know, I've never done stand-up before. I think I would enjoy it. I've written little bits together. Um, But I really enjoy this tier of comedy i like making videos Modern day comedy. Yeah. i like things that are visual and audio and the magic that you can create with editing and it really is a different world but people just kind of lump them into the same thing but we had ginger billy on he was talking about how hard it was to transition from just making 
skits and videos to like actually going to stand up and writing yeah. bits and engaging an audience and how much different of a world that is and how he's like, I know guys who like tried to make that transition and they just couldn't do it. And they're like, I'm just going to stick to skits. Yeah. I think absolutely. It, I think you have it in you though. I, I mean, I could see Chris doing stand up. I think, well, yeah, because Chris I, already has a great stage presence. He's been doing that for yeah, 10 years. He's good in front of people and in front, on stages. Uh, Hayden said that he went to a comedian named Trey Kennedy. Mm-hmm. He sold out ACL Live this past weekend. Nice. So I think just the modern day And he's way, YouTube. Weren't we going to have him started. on the podcast? We're going to try yeah. I, I think the modern way of doing it is create a following where an undeniable millions mm-hmm. of hundreds of thousands, whatever followers, and then you start asking and, and, and just seeing if your fans want to see you and then these YouTubers like Trey are able to turn that platform into hard ticket sales, selling out ACL Live, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, I mean, great. I don't know if that's a goal of yours, but a lot of like Ginger Billy does that now. It's super cool to see. So it yeah. takes so long and so like so yeah. just create a following of ten million people. Okay, so that's got it. That's your next. Well, I'm, I'm looking Trey's for a manager. You guys, you guys are on the right track. Yeah, here. But his this YouTube's is good. crazy. Uh, so you believe that beans belong in chili i disagree with that idea strongly so tell me why you're wrong okay tell me tell you why i'm why why i'm wrong yes please i'm not not wrong (laughs) to me this is a debate of are we talking history or are we talking preference because everybody's got a preference do i think it's wrong to put beans in chili no you can put whatever you want in chili. You can put a damn shoe in chili. Just don't call it chili. It just becomes something else. It becomes chili with a shoe. It becomes chili with the beans. Or stew, it, as Jimmy called it in Yellowstone. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So if, you know, there's people, I'm considered a chili purist, right? That I love. Is that in your Instagram bio? It's not, but I'm adding it. Okay. There you I, go. I love that chili purist. I'll turn that into a shirt. If you look at the origins of chili, it started in the 1800s, 1860s in San Antonio uh, by the Chili Queens. That was a beanless chili. That's how it was created. It was not created on a trail somewhere. Parker, like you said on that episode. <laughs> Parker's <laughs> on the spot over there. I just, you just I thought, put a bunch of stuff in the pot. I thought that that's what Granger had said. I just said that casually. You don't believe everything Granger says. My gosh, look at all his alter egos. He lies constantly. <laughs> This company yeah. is made. Well, who sits are the on a chili queens? Lies. The chili queens were a group of Mexican women, and they served lunch out of the. It was the Mexican uh, military compound in uh, San Antonio, and so they would sell to ranchers. They would sell to cowboys that would come in, and they created this dish. It was also known as a bowl of red, that was beef. Um red chilies, some kind of a tomato product, salt, pepper, onion, cumin. And these are straight facts. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm not making this up. I believe you. Yeah. So that that's where it started. So my issue has never been with people putting things. When did beans become in, in, put into chili? When people wanted it to taste better and not bad. <laughs> Do you know the year and who did that? Or No, I think like anything else, you know, if you go buy... If you go to uh, Boise, Idaho and order a plate of enchiladas, they're not going to be like a plate of enchiladas that was developed in Dallas, Texas in the early 1900s. They're going to be a little bit different. So people are going to add, they're going to make it their own. I get it and everything. My whole issue has always been 
when people tell me it's not chili unless you put beans in it. It's meat sauce. But that's, that's historically true. that's historically false. But back in the day, you you're right on about the chili queens. But also what they were doing was they had uh, tamales and they were mm-hmm. putting the sauce on the, the meat sauce, which you call chili. They were putting it on top. So it wasn't its own dish. It was it was its stuff. own dish. They were selling it out of a bowl. With tamales at the They bowl. were also selling tamales, but they were selling it as a tamales bowl. That become the, a dish, no. With the sauce Hayden was <laughs> probably studying for an hour before this podcast. <laughs> I learned about sure. the chi- I learned about the San Antonio Chili Queens 38 <laughs> minutes ago. I bet you did. <laughs> Revolutionaries. Okay, but you did say something, though. making me hungry, mm-hmm. actually. You did say something, though, that mm-hmm. a lot of chili purists will argue. You said tomato, mm-hmm. which a lot of them... That because a lot of people die on the hill of no beans and chili. Mm-hmm. You're one of them. A lot of people also die on the other hill of chili is not tomato based. It's chili based. So like mm-hmm. seven or eight types of chili is the base of it. Yeah. So do you you think that tomatoes belong in chili? I think tomato. I use tomato paste personally, but yeah, I think they do. Do you what kind of meat? I can't imagine. I'm just trying to think of the different recipes I make at home. I'm trying to imagine not putting chili paste in there. I think it's a lot more work if you have a chili And, and honestly, paste. I chili paste or tomato paste? Chili, chili base. Like chili a lot of base. people like And so chili yeah. chili is meat. What is a chili sorry, base? Sorry, sorry, like peppers. They'll use peppers as the base. <clears throat> so like yeah. chili like there's so that many different sense. types of chili peppers. So Dry that's the base eat. rather than tomatoes. Okay, there you roast so the chili peppers. peppers so chili grill. chili is a pepper. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's a chili pepper. Okay. Yeah. So you roast the chili peppers, you ground it. I mean, that that makes sense. I mean, if you look at ratio, and I'll be glad to post a recipe in the comments below for a real chili dish does does not include beans. Do they come from Chile? Is that what we call them? That, but chili is with an I. It was probably changed. There at some you point. go. Are we talking about temperature? <laughs> Chili be cold. Chili with a Y. Wow. So many possibilities. It's just chili, but it's just really ice cold. Yeah. (laughs) Just chili. It's chili, all right. Did you know that? Chili. Chili. Yeah. What's Mm -hmm. your favorite kind of meat? So I use. um, I love just a good beef chili. What type? My favorite, um, either chili grind, or um, I'll use like a chuck and cut it into little squares. Because not ground beef. I mean, sometimes it's just the chili grind is like perfect texture. What well, is chili grind. You before it's like a the ground beef, but it's like a more coarse ground everything. beef. Everything. Yeah. So you've but you've made the argument. I've heard you talk about this, and you made fun of Parker for something he talked about <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, so are you in the? You said that back on the trail days, they mm-hmm. weren't going to cut into their own, or was this? You that said they weren't going to cut into their own profits, their beef. Yeah. So they use beans instead. Mm-hmm. Do you a, have any? Is that true? Yep. They would use. Because it makes sense. Yeah, they would use the beans as a, a protein replacement. My wife is a like animal rights activist vegetarian. If she makes chili for herself, she uses beans as the protein. It's just disgusting, <laughs> but that's what she does. So the the cowboys back in the day mm-hmm. used beans. Yeah. So As a replacement, it, it was called a chili. Yeah, it wasn't a staple ingredient in making the chili. They wouldn't add it with beef. 
unless maybe they were drunk. But it was a replacement for beef, a substitute. There are a lot of top chefs and cowboy cooks that all have beans <clears throat> in their chili. Oh, because just like, because they do it, you know, that's their a lot prerogative. Of but no, if we're talking make, about the history and the actual like facts about it, I think that's what Chris is explaining. Did if you, you know, go, if you go to the Terralingua chili cook-off every year, it's the largest chili cook-off in the world. No beans are winning those competitions. Do they allow beans? Is it like a skiing thing where they don't allow snowboarders at some of these mountains? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Bush's Beans is the main sponsor of the International Chili Society? Is it really? Wow. And Cornhole. Oh, money rules yeah, everything. Bush's loves chili and cornhole. That's a big company. Do you think, so we were talking about it. I'm, I'm interested in what people think at home. We were talking about hypothetically, if we did a shirt mm -hmm. that said beans belong in chili and then a shirt that said beans don't belong in chili, yeah. what do you think more would sell? I think the beans do belong in chili would sell more. Why is that? I, I think the idea has just expanded. You know, like I said, I'm a purist. I love, I prefer the, the true form, the original form of chili the way it is. But I also understand that it's people have their variations over the years and they've added hell i've heard of people adding mushrooms and stuff to it which is just that's gross the most american un-american thing i've that's ever heard of the shirt that would sell the most is the one that says i don't care if it has beans or not as long as it tastes good I'll no, it. that would be but the worst seller you, you think about it <laughs> adding beans yeah. asking the comments people don't care asking the yeah. comments but they don't if care it tastes so they good so they, i don't care they they don't care so why would they buy a shirt you know, I'm you know, just you saying, if saying? you're saying there's three options, we're just talking just about saying, we're just talking about shirts. Yeah. If it was we don't care, they're not going to buy a shirt because they just don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that look. I, I want that. I want that look of Tyler being like, yeah, you're right. I want it screenshotted and framed in my office. Well, I actually think that you could sell more with beans don't belong in chili because people that think it belongs in chili. Mm hmm. That's not like that's not the unpopular opinion, right? People that they're the purists like you that get really into beans not belonging on chili. They're going to see that shirt and say, "Oh, I want that beans. Beans don't belong in chili." Yeah. Whereas the person that same kind of same thing with Tyler, the person that doesn't care either way, it's or gonna get the beans one. Yeah, they yeah. may get it, but like, are they really? I agree with that. My my people are much more passionate about it. Yeah. And often offended. Yeah. Um, we should do a chili cook-off. You and me. Okay. Would you, we could film it for content and we could have, we could do anonymous voting from everyone at the farm that day. And they, when they vote on who they think had the better chili. Hayden was like, I'm going to make Real. some chili for Chris and I'm going to grind up beans so he can't see them and then see, <laughs> and see if he likes it. Or I'm going to put one single bean in it. That's and the so thing. That I can say that you had. There's beans no chili. flavor. Beans don't add. And I like beans. But I like beans because they're seasoned a certain way, because you're adding salt and pepper and butter. If you just eat a bean as it is, there is no flavor. You're not adding anything to the chili. Beans are known texture. for beans are known for soaking up flavor, though. So if you put them in the chili, they soak up the flavor. If they don't soak up the flavor, where does the flavor go? You think it leaves the pot? <laughs> it combines with the bean. Have you ever had a kidney bean? They definitely have a flavor. I don't know. I don't think so. Kidney beans <laughs> are the best in your They chili. look like cockroaches. Yeah, they shriveled they up do a little bit. <laughs> Whose kidney are you using? All right, we're going to do a chili cook-off soon. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back.
All right, we're back. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because it helps us out. Chris was just talking in the break about how he has a really good chili story. Uh, last time you were on our podcast, you had a really good, another really good story that you'll have to go back and listen to. We'll put that in the description uh, to listen to that podcast. But why don't you hit me with your new story on chili? A little bit embarrassing, but this furthers my passion for not having beans in chili. So my oldest son, Ryder, 11 years old, uh, was born on November 1st. 11 years ago and the night before congrats his on, uh, congrats on the sex by the way yes thank you yeah thank you we've I've at least had sex four times four times you've got four uh, kids four yeah. kids yeah so my mother-in-law god rest her soul um native texan right it's not like she came from california like your your girlfriend or anything like that i love taylor she didn't have an excuse but she made chili every halloween and she put beans in it now, her reasoning was they had, you know, kind of humble upbringings. My wife's, my wife's childhood was kind of humble. So they would use beans to kind of make the, the pot last. And while I respect that, at the same time, it's like if you can't afford to make a proper bowl of chili, you just don't make it, you know. <laughs> You're poor. Don't make chili. Money up for you. <laughs> and then make the chili. Go eat ramen or something. Anyway, my apologies to any poor people watching this. I'm a former poor myself. Understand. <laughs> anyway, she made a big pot of this chili with beans in it, also known as sad bean soup, on Halloween, and we had a scheduled C-section for Ryder the next morning. Oh, if you know no. what a C-section is, they they cut your woman open and then they pull a baby out of the stomach. It's like some alien type stuff, right? So it's crazy that that happens. By the way, it is. It's childbirth uh, in general. Modern medicine. Yeah, we got the good end of that. That draw. <laughs> so anyway, she made this chili. I ate it because I didn't want to be rude. Um, the next morning, we go to the hospital, and we're all in there in the room together. The doctors come in. They're like, okay, Allison, we're, we're getting ready to take you to the room to get this baby out. Watch Ryder be born. It's like, all right, so everybody's getting their scrubs on. I'm getting mine on. And then it hits me, and I get the worst case of bubble guts. Mm -hmm known to man i'm like hold on a second i said uh is, is there can we just hold on and i'll i need to go to a bathroom somewhere else away from y'all and the doctors are very perturbed they're like no we're gonna go deliver this kid we got to go deliver another one here in about 45 minutes it's like oh oh my gosh so they wheel away i run down the hall and i find this unused hospital room <laughs> and i go in there and just let it go elsa frozen style grabbing the railing oh my gosh it hit me like a ton of bricks and i'm sweating and very embarrassed because this is all going down i might as well have had a microphone and announced to the whole hospital that i'm about to myself i'm sorry okay so i finish i run down the hall and i'm like where are they where are they where are they where are they they direct me to the room i make it and i swear it's not five seconds Ryder comes out and he's crying and everything and so the fact that I damn near missed my son's my first son's birth mm -hmm. who we know is my favorite this is where this all comes <laughs> because he looks like me plays baseball well you post the most about him on Facebook so he has to be the favorite right I'm the I'm the proudest and I've known him the second longest right too but uh the fact that I almost missed that birth because this lady god rest her soul 
put beans in that chili is that's all the proof that God knows the difference between a bowl of chili and a bowl of soup. So Ryder is a bean baby. If you think about it. Well, no, he's not. Did Hayden. did the beans help push out Ryder out of your wife? Is that how that works? She didn't eat the chili. She's a vegetarian. She had the beans. I thought that there was there meat in the beans. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was meat and beans. So basically it was vegetarian chili and chili mixed together, which <laughs> is crazy when I say that out loud. It's like. It's no longer. We're going to have cats and dogs living together next. (laughs) That's insane. That is a good story. All right. Well, the fantasy rankings for this week, as we talk about food for the last 20 minutes, is the best home cooked meals. Um, So, the way the fantasy rankings work, if this is your first episode, we will go around. Um, Each person gets three picks. We go in order. Once a pick is taken, the next person can't take it, so it's off the board. So I guess we'll let our guest go first. What would be the number one best home-cooked meal? I'm a big believer in a lot of a lot of times home-cooked meals are attached to a memory, mm-hmm. right? And that is, that's definitely the case with this. Um, fried crappie is my Ooh. absolute favorite home-cooked meal. Fresh fried fried crappie and if you don't know what crappie is it's a fish it's a it's a white fish freshwater it's poor people um, food yeah it's my it favorite is. it's yeah. my favorite poor people food yeah. too grew my, up on it yeah my grandfather when i was a kid i mean during the spring and oftentimes the summer damn near every weekend we were going fishing we'd go out in the boat we'd bring in crappie on a good day and we'd fry them up and i still man i love that taste we'd get a big fryer out in the backyard like a big turkey fryer we fry those crappie up, put Tabasco on them. Mm. I'm starving. I'm starving <laughs> right now. <laughs> crappie, crappie and perch, are, or I guess perch, maybe not as much, but crappie is still my favorite yeah. type of fishing to do. I don't think I've ever had crappie. We, my dad, oh my dude, gosh. it's easy. My dad and I have like actually slayed some crappie before. You just We go uh, actually up near your way, uh, Lake Belton. Mm-hmm. Um, is Lake, wait, is Lake Belton the one that backs up to Fort Hood? Yeah. Does right. it? I don't know. We I cross over it all the so time. So my dad grew up in that area, and so yeah. they don't let people fish where it turns to Fort Hood anymore. Okay. But he is, like, grandfathered in, so he still gets to go because he's been going since he was, like, 10. Yeah. And so <clears throat> we found this. We hit a honey hole one day on some crappie. And it's nice. – you just find, like, a something – there was a big tree sticking out of the water, and you just jig a little bit right on top of it, and we were yeah. crushing them. They were everywhere. Crappie's great. All right, Tyler, what you got? Ooh, I get to go. Um, I'll go with Dad's uh, chicken fried venison backstrap. Mm. Chicken fried with, venison. With gravy. Yeah, that's nice. great. And then fried okra. Yep, that's good. Uh, mine is going to be lasagna. Nothing like a good lasagna that your usually your grandma cooked and then it was passed down. Mm. Uh, we are very, very white. I feel like <laughs> lasagna is the white person's Italian food. Like I still I see, see I still see lasagna like some Italian yeah. places, but it do, it definitely feels like the Italians were like we're not for years we're saying we're not going to do lasagna on our menu, and finally they just had to, which I'm probably very historically wrong with that, but it just feels like a white person's Italian. I can food. see that. My my wife puts cottage cheese in hers. It's outstanding, but I always think like if a real Italian 
it would cook be, came in here, she would whoop your ass. It would be uh, like ricotta cheese. instead of cottage cheese. Yeah. It's probably, probably like a good substitute. Yeah. Which is actual Italian. I love cottage cheese, though, so that sounds good. Mm. Tal used to eat cottage cheese in a bowl with black pepper on it. I still do. Mm. I remember that. All right, what you got, Park? used to get it at Luby's. <laughs> Luby's? Uh, number one home-cooked meal for me is brisket and cornbread. Ooh, that's good. Cornbread, another thing that is incredible with whatever you call chili. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do chili without cornbread. Side note, Granger likes his cornbread. He takes my mom's cornbread, and then he likes it the next day in a bowl of milk, which some people think is mm. interesting. Psychotic. I don't like that. Like so he all. gets it and then he breaks it up and then that was he'll, a, he'll like dip it in milk and then mom would have to spoon. answer but i think that was a thing that her dad did our granddad uh, that was another thing when you didn't have much you mm-hmm. know your family didn't have much you'd use like leftover cornbread and put it together with milk and just kind of yeah. make what you could mm-hmm. that feels like uh captain crunch for southern people <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like cereal Man, i like coop. the cornbread and uh, red beans and rice mm-hmm yeah, that's when I do eat beans. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how people are gonna come out of this and just be like, "Dude, Chris Lee, Chris Gaines, <laughs> hates beans." It's like, no beans are. F- I think you like beans just in certain situations. Yeah, sure. All right, what's your next pick, Chris? Next pick for me is chicken and dumplings. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's another polarizing dish too, because you have certain parts of the country that'll eat the dumplings in like the fluff, the doughy biscuit like mm-hmm. round biscuit types and then you have like the flat which i don't know if if what it's like at the northeast but i've seen people on the east coast will eat like the flat pastry mm-hmm. my mom's done both yeah and then i think amber puts like biscuits corn or something or carrots or something in hers oh really yeah boo oh, i'm sorry it's your wife it is. Yeah, she heard me talking about her cooking. You can pick She's up. Like, I knew. I know he's talking about my cooking. Yeah, we like we like picking up uh, calls on this podcast. <laughs> I talked to my mom once. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what you got? Um, besides anything that my mom cooks, I gotta put that out there because she listens to this podcast. So anything mom cooks is amazing. But um, and anything that I said, like I said, dad, chicken fried venison. Mom makes it just as good. But yeah. like kind of what chris was saying and nostalgicness to when dad would make it for us but um second my mom could make it just as good but i i mean growing up when my grandma minnie would cook biscuits and gravy i could oh. just i could just mm. eat like 12 biscuits and gravy and just be good the I, rest of the day i can't believe that one lasted this long because i was thinking about biscuits and gravy like a good biscuits and gravy nothing compares mm-hmm. there's a place have you been to a monument in georgetown the yeah. cafe God, they make some amazing biscuits. And it reminds... Because everyone just takes the high road, all these diners and stuff. They just... They don't spend the time sometimes on the biscuits. And, may, like, monuments may not be freshly made. They probably aren't, but they just feel like they are. And yeah. they just taste like it. And it just reminds me of an old... In this in this day and age we're living in, every single, like, breakfast place is just brunch nowadays. It's like, there's a focus on the alcohol and not on the food. Yeah. But Monument is still the place. If you're ever in Georgetown and listening to this go to monument they're great for all meals but specifically a weekend uh breakfast they have more of a focus on like the diner <clears throat> the diner the food i think they serve alcohol but it's like definitely an afterthought no one gets it there it's just like a good solid breakfast place and it feels like something your grandma would make you it's my favorite all right my pick is gonna be 
chicken pot pie. Ooh. Chicken pot pie isn't necessarily my favorite meal, but I think it's the just the quintessential home-style cooking, hearty meal. My grandma would make it, and fantastic. It's just... My mom oof. makes one, too. That was actually going to be my third choice. And it's kind of like uh, chicken and dumplings a little bit, That just the vibe of what that is. But mom makes the one with a homemade crust that's, like, super oh. thick, and it's, like, literally takes her all day to make. So when yes. I ask her what to make i said chicken pot pie she always does it but it takes all day yeah just such a good thick flaky crust and then you cut into it and it's steam and then it's got peas and carrots and chicken and all that nothing compares to a good chicken pot pie yeah all right what you got park going with chicken spaghetti best home cooked meal spaghetti was on my list too so it's specific yeah i think regular spaghetti is is uh different enough yeah. To where it can be separate. Chicken spaghetti is complete. It's like a casserole, basically, yeah. with cheese on top. That and some good bread is one of my favorites. So did, do you have a tie to that? Did your mom cook that? Yeah. Yeah. Chicken spaghetti is bomb. I haven't had that in forever. Now I'm hungry. Uh, Chris, last round, what you got for your last pick? Last pick for me, and I didn't experience this until I became married, but my wife makes a tremendous taco soup. Mm, yes I absolutely love it is that yeah. different than tortilla soup yes i don't know why there are a lot of beans in this soup too but i'll get like uh tortilla chips and i'll put the taco soup on rice kind of like you would do with gumbo and i'll take the tortilla chips and just scoop it out and it's it's Dude. amazing there, yeah taco soup there's get you fat better. real quick yeah yeah tyler what's your last pick I'll do real quick. I'll do an honorable mention: chicken puff pastry. I love that. It's just chicken. Well, breast. That, maybe that was on my list. Chicken breast with cream <laughs> so you, cheese. You should, do, you should do that last, but I guess mom makes it. So uh, well, it was, it was on my list. list. I have it written down list. right here. Okay. <laughs> should we cut and start over? No, no. go ahead. <laughs> All right, um, chicken piccata probably with uh, capers and like a lemon butter sauce. What is that bread. chicken? I, I guess I don't know what piccata is. Uh, it's like a lemon and butter and caper sauce with like spaghetti pasta. Interesting. Hmm. We got a lot of Italian stuff. Oh man, my last one is gonna be mac and cheese. I love mm. some like homemade mac and cheese, and I didn't. Same thing. I didn't experience this like growing up, but we did. Taylor and I did a mac and cheese recently that was so unhealthy for you, but it was incredible. So you can't do it all the time because you just yeah. feel. Like, talk about just feeling like taking a five-hour nap afterwards, but, man, it was so good. All right, Park. Fried catfish. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Fried catfish. Like at a, at a catfish fry, like an actual one. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, I've never seen you have fried catfish. We haven't done it in a very long time. We used to do it at the ranch when we were little. Catch like catfish. from catfish we caught? Yeah, I, I, I don't, like, go to a restaurant and order fried catfish, yeah. but um, if we're talking, like, home-cooked meal, it's just, like, cool. It's, like, a cool process to go. We go catch them and then... With a cornmeal? Like yeah, cornmeal. Yeah. Man, if you've never had it, this Waddell's down the street oh, yeah. is really good, fried yeah. catfish. Yeah. There's uh, some of the guys that are in Yee Nation showed me uh, a breading called, and I don't think we have it down here. Maybe we do. I'd never heard of it, called a Shore Lunch. And it's huh. like the shore of like a, a, a bank. It's like you went and fished and then you brought back the catfish or whatever and you use that. And it's it's like a, I, I always use cornmeal and a few other things for catfish. But then 
I started using that and I've never looked back and I actually like ordered it the other day, but yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, where nice. are we going to lunch? I don't know. I'll eat anything. I'm about to eat this dog right here. Wednesday. <laughs> Weird country store. Weird country store. That's nah, tomorrow. Chicken fried steaks on Wednesdays. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for having hey, me. Finally. Tell, tell everybody yeah. where they can get your shirt and uh, when. Yeah. Chris Gaines comedy.com and that's g-a-i-n-z this shirt will be available and one other shirt i have two shirts when does this launch hayden and just make sure you get up the the shirt up in the website and all that yeah so i've got to take a picture of me wearing the shirt evidently under your advisement because you can't have the stock models model the shirt you got to I mean, have chris Gaines. Well, they're all you skinny have muscle yeah, right. yeah they're all have skinny. some muscle on the yeah you put the shirt on and you grow muscles uh It'll it'll be available tomorrow. Well, you guys are airing this what Wednesday? Wednesday tomorrow. Okay, so it'll be available then. ChrisGainesComedy.com. Cool. cool. Uh, we'll have to have you on sometime soon again. I say that as soon as we cut, we're going to talk about Hornet. Well, get him out no, of here. Let's do it again and let's do a let's cook some chili. Yeah, we're going to do a chili cook-off in the next month. We'll make content out of it. It'll be funny. And I know you, the much uh, with all your oh, do notes go, do go over on. there. Do go on. I, with all your notes over there, you're going to go and you're going to find this. Emerald Lagasse recipe. <laughs> Emerald Lagasse. He's he's a fraud. First of all, but go ahead. Oh, I played blackjack with him for three hours. Did he suck at it? At the Bellagio. No, he played five dollar blackjack though. That, this is a long time ago. Anyway, super <laughs> nice guy. He was with someone other than his wife. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> but anyway, you're going to do research and you're going to come up with this fantastic recipe. And the beans are not going to be the star of the show. I can assure you. Oh no, I have a recipe. I'm already thinking of. It's people aren't going to eat your recipe and they're going to say the beans make this. I can assure you because I'm sure it's going to be good. You're a smart guy and you do your research. I've got one that I've been that I've made kind of really changed it around. It's called Old Sun Chili. Shout out Del Brisby. He has nothing to do with it, but I just called it Old Sun Chili. Well, there so. you go. You got to call it something. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you all next week. Eat your veggies. Eat your chili. Eat your chili.